Welcome to Making Noise, Making Moves, a podcast series for the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival. Yeah, so my name is Owen, Owen Afianakha. I'm 22, I'm from Cork, uh, and I'm participating in the Noise Dance Emergence program this year. I don't actually really remember when I started dancing. I think I was about three. I grew up in Amsterdam and uh, there was a teacher who was doing these like really basic ballet classes, you know, like with teddy bears and skipping a rope and pretending you were like picking fruit and things like that. It really clicked with me. I also had a cousin uh, and she was the only girl cousin. And so I, of course, I idolized her and she did ballet. Uh, Her mother did ballet. My dad, for a very brief period, did ballet with uh, Joan Denise Moriarty, actually, uh, who was kind of seen as like the mother of Irish ballet. Um, So there was kind of a connection to the arts and stuff. So my parents were totally open to it. And I started doing classes. Uh, It was me and two other girls from my school who didn't speak any Dutch in a class full of Dutch kids. And the the instructor actually had to translate every exercise, um, tell us to do certain things. Uh, It was, uh, yeah, it was very bizarre. Um, And I loved it. My parents used to actually take me to the Dutch National Ballet a lot. And when I was very young, um, Christoph Pastor, who at the time was the resident choreographer of the company, his kids went to my school. So we'd run into him and he would be saying, you know, he would like, scuff me on the hair and be like, how are you doing? How's your ballet going? Are you going to go and see this production? So I would go to like these mixed bills in the Stopera and it would be like Bill Forsyth and Hans van Mana and Christoph, of course, uh, and really contemporary works. And it completely opened up what I, because all I had before was this little like DVD from the 90s of the Marinsky doing like the Nutcracker or Australian Ballet doing Capelia, so completely opened up uh, my mind to it and also showed me the importance of a choreographer. Um, I still remember getting to see like the second detail and things like that. Um, so I kept going. Uh, we moved to Cork. I kept doing ballet. I thought one day I'm going to be a ballet dancer. There was some talk before about going to an academy in the Netherlands. And then when I moved to Ireland, maybe going to England. But by 14, I was so burned out um I felt that my body wasn't right for it I thought that uh, my technique wasn't good enough I felt like I couldn't relate to the dancers who I was seeing in these like big classical productions at all especially the men so I stopped completely and I didn't do anything for two years I kind of dipped in and out of other things I wanted to do at the time I thought I had to still be a performer um to be able to get to the position of a choreographer or director I thought I'd have to work my way up And so there was a period where I did aerial arts for many years. I did pole. Uh, I lied to my parents because I was 16 when I started doing pole dancing. So I told them that I was doing just aerial courses. But yeah, I was on the pole three times a week. Um, I did trapeze. I did hoop. I did contemporary. I did contortion for a long time. And um, I always knew, though, I wanted to go back to directing or choreographing. So I kind of set aside my little dream of going to circus school and I thought, okay, I'm going to start taking the steps to be a choreographer. Unfortunately, though, I've I've lived with uh, depression and anxiety for a very long time and also an undiagnosed ADD, which I only found out about a couple of months ago, Um, uh, maybe a year ago, actually. It's hard to tell under lockdown how long time has passed. So um, again, I just went through a period of not doing anything. 
And I finally kind of in the lockdown was like, I, I, there are courses I can take, there's action that I can take to get to being a choreographer. I did this program, which is great. And I actually, at the same time, applied for the Middlesex dance practice program to specialize in choreography. And I just got accepted uh, last week. So yeah, it all, it all comes around. I, uh, I, I actually was very scared of the mentorship aspect, especially when initially we thought it would be in person because I, I mean, I, I did ballet for a long time, of course. So I thought it was going to be, you know, like all these technical corrections, you know, like, yeah, you know, like open up and, you know, show this and make your feet because I'm not like that anymore. My body can't really do that stuff anymore. I've been so out of training. It's still there, but it's not the same, but they're so welcoming and accepting and they don't imprint themselves on your work. And it's actually perfect because with John and Lucia and um, uh, Jesse, they all have such different approaches. Um, and from the outside, I didn't really know that. Um, but I mean, John is so very specific about like, are you really being honest with your work? Are you, are you pushing as much as you can? Um, you know, there are certain aspects where you're kind of, you can push yourself further, which at first I kind of, I, I almost resented it a bit because I was coming back from like, I haven't been corrected in so long. So I was so worried that like, um, I wasn't good enough, but I realized this man is trying to help me. So it, it, it was actually great and so important. Um, and I had him for the first three sharings. And then with Lucia, when I finally met with her, it was so much about how the little things impact your body, how what this does, you know, what this movement does, sway your hips a bit, or uh, when you place your hand there, how much force is coming down. Uh, and with Jesse, everything was so much about the breath and the intention. And uh, we would just chat about just, you know, making work and just um, getting there. And also there were some lectures from uh, Laura Murphy and Topia Mateso, which were really great. And that was months ago, but some of their uh, you know, uh, some of their teachings still stay with me. Um, it's such a great environment. I think at the start, uh, because I actually haven't really, uh, as much as I want to be a choreographer and I'm talking about, it, I've never actually choreographed physically before. I've always had ideas and notions of what I would do, but now I'm actually making something, I'm producing it. Um, I have to dance it myself much to my sugar in, but I have to do it. And um, there, help has made it seem like so much more like a task that isn't insurmountable like I can actually do it they also completely get you know hit a wall they also don't know how they're going to end it they also completely scrap things and I've had all those experiences and I think especially with me because my influences are all those people from the ballet world I kind of want to do all this dynamic huge movements and when I found out there was no way I was going to get a dancer to do it I'd have to do it myself They've been very, even John just saying, you are a better dancer than you think you are in like the second sharing was so great to hear. And it's, um, yeah, it's just been so great. They, they're really lovely. They're really sweet. We all follow each other on Instagram. Thank you for listening today. Making Noise, Making Moves is part of the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival for 2021. Noise Moves is part of Noise Dublin the Youth Arts Program of South Dublin County Arts Office. The festival is funded by the South Dublin County Council and the Arts Council of Ireland. 
with support from Dance Ireland and Creative Ireland. Partnerships with Contact Studio and Music Generation South Dublin. The festival is sponsored by Dance World. Follow us on social media at Noise Moves. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel to see our latest pieces of work.